0: Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Reverend James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Uh, Today, as you know, we've been teaching in our series, Light and Darkness, and we're going to be culminating our series today. We're going to culminate it, of course, you know, we've been walking through the book of 1 Corinthians. And we're actually going to look at chapter 14 today chapter 14 there are two other chapters in this book and um i actually believe that the lord has given me something as we've already started looking forward to next year there are some things that the lord has poured into my heart from there that we're going to revisit or visit i should say during that time however However, right now, I believe that there's some things that have been encapsulated right here in the, for, the 14th chapter that I believe really helped to, in, to help us bring this decrescendo of the chapter to a wonderful landing spot. Again, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to begin at verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and beginning at verse 1. Here the word of God, it reads, it says, Follow after charity, and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries." But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret, that the church may receive edifying. Today we're speaking from the subject, desire to be the light. Desire to be the light. I want you to understand that God has made us to be the light. God has made us to be the light, and in fact, the light of the world, much like our Savior is the light of the world, he's given us the ability to reflect his goodness, his love, his care, so that we can reflect that light. I need somebody to type in chat, we are the light, we are the light, we're called to be the light of Jesus, that people will look at us and see the glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, this is why Paul was so passionately encouraging uh, this uh, challenged mistake ridden and yet beautiful church to walk in all that he had taught so that they could be what he knew that they were called to be light in the midst of darkness. You see, they were a beautiful church because even though they were making mistakes, even though they had fallen along the way, even though they were still struggling in areas that they thought they they were going to be delivered from and should have been delivered from a long time ago, still they were persistently pursuing. They were still persistently pursuing, and their heart was now open to be chastised and corrected. That's why he had not forgotten them. He did not leave them alone, but yet he wrote to encourage them, to have them understand who they were, that they may be the light that they were called to be. Now, the primary tool that would enable them to do that very thing was love. It was love. In fact, it is still the same today. It's still the same today before we can accomplish anything or do anything of importance for the kingdom. We have to love like God loves. We have to love. We must love our brothers and sisters. We must do it. And this is the more excellent way Paul was speaking of at the end of chapter 12. But this is also what Paul shared in chapter 13. In fact, without love, whatever you do is absolutely worthless. This is why he began chapter 13 saying, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love. I am nothing more than a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. What does that mean? That means even if I have the ability to have gifts, to be able to speak unto men, but then also turn around and speak mysteries unto God, even though I can do those things, but I don't have love in my heart, I am worthless. It means nothing. I've accomplished nothing. This is what the apostle is saying. And, may, and, and understand this, man may applaud you in the midst of these efforts. He may clap for you. He may do all of those things, but it is totally fruitless in the kingdom of God. It means nothing. It means nothing. This is why every gift you could desire to have in the church or the kingdom means nothing unless you actually are able to walk in love with the people of God you must be able to walk in love with the people of God let me tell you something even when they mistreat you Even when they hurt you, even when they reject you, you still must be able to walk in love. Understand Christ took the abuse from man, the very ones he was sent to save because he loved them, because he loved them. Hanging on the cross, he looked unto heaven and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. How could you do that to your enemy unless you loved him? Jesus loved them and asked for the Father to forgive them for that which they had espoused upon the Son of Man and the Son of God. He loved them that much, and his love is available today. It's available today to save all who call on his name. All that call on his name. His love is what activated every gift that he operated in. It was his love when he saw Mary and Martha heartbroken in tears because Lazarus died. And it was that love that t- had him turn to the people that were there, told him to roll the stone away. And he spoke To a man who had been dead three days and told him to come forth and brought back to life that which was dead. It was love that did that. It was love who when he was there in the Gadarenes dealing with the one who dwelt among the tombs. Who, was, who totally had his mind ravaged with everything the enemy had poured into him, but yet his love was able to speak to him and bring him back to his right mind. It was his love. It was his love that was able to take a blind man and give him sight. It was love. It was his love that was able to go to the woman by the well and tell her about herself, things that she didn't think anybody else knew, but he wanted her not just to see him, but he wanted her to find out who she was in him because he loved her. His love activated every gift that he operated in. Likewise, our love, our love should enable us to operate the gifts that God has given us. But what gift should we truly desire to use? This brings us to our passage for today. Look back with me at verse number one. Here it says, follow after charity or love. We'll say love. Follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. That ye may prophesy. Paul begins by giving an instruction concerning what we should pursue. Paul instructs us to pursue what? Love. He wants us to pursue love. It's important to note that you should desire spiritual gifts now. You should desire the spiritual gifts, but you've got to pursue love. You've got to chase after it. Because you don't just wake up and, and you're able to love the way the Lord wants you to love. You've got to grow in it. You've got to go through a little something. You've got to experience some things. But in, in that experience is where you find God in the midst. And the Lord Jesus helps you to learn how to love the way the Father has created you to love. But also, it's important to know, he did say, He did say that you should desire spiritual gifts. It's important to desire the things of the kingdom. So one who wants to desire to have a word of knowledge, one who wants to desire to be able to speak those things, one who wants to desire to operate in the gifts of healing, one who wants to desire those things, there's nothing wrong with that. Here, the apostle say you should desire those things to being a part of the kingdom, operating in Christ, in the church. He wants you to do those things. That's not the question, but he wants you to pursue love. You should want those gifts, but only after you pursue and acquire the ability to love, the ability to love. Should you or or after you do that, that's when you should you, you should desire to walk after the spiritual gifting that God has given for you. It's only after you do that. That's when you desire to walk after that, to walk after that. Listen, love should be the primary motive of your communication and the focal objective of its impact. Love should be, again, the primary motive. It's the thing that drives you. It's what gets you up. It's what has you do what you do. It's because of love. It's because of love, not just because you got to go make a check, not just because somebody, you know, somebody's waiting on you. Somebody's going to talk about you if you don't get something done. No, you're doing it because you love them. You're doing it because you want to show and exude the love of Christ. That's why you're doing it. That's why you do it, and it should be the primary motive, the main thing that drives you, the main thing. And everything that's done, it should reflect love. Everything that happens, it should reflect love. That's why it's the objective of its impact is that people can see the love of God. If love is not your primary motive, then it doesn't matter what your desire is for spiritual gifts. It doesn't matter. I need somebody to type in chat. Your motive matters. Your motive matters. Why do you do what you do? Why? You've got to ask yourself that. And I know some of you say, Pastor, I've heard you say that before and it's irritating to you. Praise God. That means right there, the very that you've been trying to squirm away from and move away from is being pressed and God wants you to wake up and say listen, listen why are you doing this? Are you doing it because i pour my love through you or are you doing it because you want them to love you? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you know they need to feel the experience of my love are you doing it because you know you want them to applaud you and pat you on the back why are you doing it why why your motive matters your motive matters but after all of that once you can get to this place of understanding how to walk in love paul tells us something very important what does he say He lets us know that we must much rather than anything else, we much rather we need to prophesy. You see, we need to truly desire to prophesy, truly desire to prophesy. That's what we need to do. You see, in order to prophesy, you must spend time with God and time in his word. In order to prophesy, you must spend time with God and time in His Word. Your desire has to be to share what the Spirit has revealed to you. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message please feel free to visit our website at wwwtabo That's wwwtabo for more information.